بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم How did Prophet Muhammad react to personal abuse? By the editorial stuff in islamforchristians.com Do you believe in Prophet Muhammad? If not, why? Do you not agree that a person may be rightly judged by his her reactions especially to personal abuse? What if such reactions are always great and noble? Just give yourself the chance to know Prophet Muhammad well before deciding to believe or disbelieve in him. Review this post to know how great Prophet Muhammad and how great his reactions were. You will see that his reactions were always prophetic uh, even when he was deeply offended and personally abused. His manners were always those of a prophet even when insulted. This is why his love by all Muslims has permeated the arteries and the veins and the bodies and the spirit and the souls of the people when they love him. There is a very much attachment that is unparalleled attachment to such a personality. a human personality a prophetic human personality people love muhammad even the non-muslims there are lots of them that advocate that the mannerism of this personality is unbelievable this is why many of them have started to think about islam some of them have embraced islam in thousands in thousands we see people are coming back to this a way of life which is called islam which means complete peaceful submission to allah don't put it aside think about it also you the one who is listening to me now don't just put it aside please for your own sake and your family's sake and generations after because at the end of the day we are all going to be held accountable by our own creator This is why we need to know him and you can never know him unless you believe in Muhammad and of course the previous prophets that came before him Jesus Moses Abraham Noah all the prophets that preceded him who brought the same message which means complete peaceful submission to one god whose name is Allah Think about this please I know you're listening to me now and the fact that you are listening to me in itself is indicative of the purity and sincerity of your heart please don't just put this aside save yourself accept islam feel free to interact with us through the chat service you may contact us page or revert to islam to page or by commenting on the post so it's very important to contact us if you feel like it and you can contact us you just go to christian uh, islamforchristian.com islamforchristian.com and there is a special folder about prophet muhammad may peace and a blessing be upon him i love muhammad
I love Muhammad. How did Prophet Muhammad react to personal abuse? Part 2. Prophet Muhammad forgave Umar or Umair bin Wahab. Umair bin Wahab, Abu Sufyan ibn al-Harth, and Amr ibn al-As, who all used to either satirize him or wish to kill him. For Prophet Muhammad also forgave Urwa, who uh, talked to him impolitely and stretched his hand out towards his beard, and Abdullah ibn Abi As-Sarh, who accused him of fornication. Let's go and read more about this and see how Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, reacted to these personal abuse. Let's go to part two now. In this part, we will see how Prophet Muhammad dealt with Umair ibn Wahab, who was going to kill him, Abu Sufyan ibn al-Harth, who used to satirize him, and Amr ibn al-As, who used to fight against him and wished to kill him, and wish to kill him. Umair ibn Wahab. Umair ibn Wahab was such a human demon who used to harm Prophet Muhammad and his companions in Mecca. One day, Umair bin Wahab sat down with Safwan ibn Umayyah, lamenting their casualties at uh, Badr battle since Umair's son Wahab was captured and Safwan's father was killed. Safwan lamented, By God, there is nothing good in life after them. Umair replied cunningly, True, by God. Were it not for a debt I cannot pay, and children I fear they should be lost after me, I would have traveled to kill Muhammad. My son is held captive by them. Then Safwan suggested, I will pay your debt and console your children. Umay replied, Okay, but conceal this matter between me and you. Safwan said, Okay, I will do. Then Umair had his sword sharpened and poisoned and then went to Medina. Umar ibn Khattab, uh, may Allah be pleased with him, saw Umair ibn Wahab while he was making his camel kneeling down at the door of the mosque, girding himself with a sword. Omar then said, This is the dog, the enemy of God, Umair bin Wahab. He came only for something evil. It is he who stirred up discord among us and estimated our number for the people, for Quraysh. Then Omar came, Omar came, Omar, may Allah be pleased with him, came, to, uh, came in to Prophet Muhammad and said, O Prophet of God, this is the enemy of God, Umair bin Wahab. He came girding himself with a sword. How did the Prophet react? Let's listen. Prophet Muhammad said, Let him come in to me. Then Umar put his sword belt on Umair's neck and seized and dragged him along by it.
Then he said to the Ansari people around him, Come in to the Messenger of God. Sit down with him and guard him against this wicked guy, for he is not faithful. Then Omar came in with him to Prophet Muhammad. When a Prophet Muhammad saw Omar dragging Umair along with the sword belt placed on Umair's neck, he, may peace be upon him, instructed Omar to do this. Release him, Omar. Release him. Then he said, may peace be upon him, to Umair, the prophet. He said, approach me, Umair. Then he approached him. Then Umair approached the prophet and greeted, good morning. Prophet Muhammad, may peace be upon him, replied, God has blessed us with a greeting which is better than yours. Umair, uh, sorry, he said, the Prophet said, God has blessed us with a greeting which is better than yours, Umair. Peace is the greeting of the inhabitants of paradise. Peace is the greeting of the inhabitants of paradise. Umair, the enemy of God, replied, by God, it is, a, it is a new for me. Then Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, wondered, Why have you come, Umair? Umair replied, I have come for the sake of the one you hold captive. So treat him kindly. So the Prophet, may peace be upon him, Prophet Muhammad, then asked, what about the sword which is on your neck? Umayyad replied, May God disfigure such swords. Have they been of any help? Talking about, of course, their defeat in the battle of Badr. Once again, Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, asked, Tell me the truth, Umayyad. Why have you come here? Umayyad asserted, I came only for that. Then Prophet Muhammad, may peace be upon him, uh, received a revelation and he revealed to him, No, no, you, what you did, you rather sat down with Safran ibn Umayyah. You rather sat down. This is what happened. You rather sat down with Safran ibn Umayyah in the lap of the Kaaba and remembered the casualties of Quraysh during, of course, the talking about the Battle of Badr. And then you lamented, were it not for a debt I owe and children I have, I would have got out to kill Muhammad. Then Safwan promised you to pay your debt and support your children so that you could kill me. But God separates you from me. Umair then said, I bear witness that you are the messenger of God. Oh, messenger of God, we used to disbelieve the heavenly news and the revelation which are sent down to you. But this is a matter which was witnessed only by me and Safwan, by God. I know for certainty that it is God only who can inform you about that. All praises due to God who guided me to Islam and steered me through this course. 
and steered me through this course and steered me steered me away from the other course to this course then he took the testimony of faith then he took the testimony of faith and th- and said to prophet muhammad let your brother understand his religion then sorry then prophet muhammad commanded the people around him let your brother understand his religion teach him the quran and release his captive of course umayyad he said the testimony and the testimony in islam is the key to entering the house of islam and it's a must take by anybody who would love to become a muslim by saying two statements i bear witness that there is no god except allah and i bear witness that muhammad is the messenger of allah the last messenger of allah in return he requested umayr requested o messenger of god i did my best to put out the light of god and seriously harm the believers in the religion of god i would like that you permit me to come back to makkah to invite to invite them to god his messenger and islam so that god may guide them that's the story of umayr ibn safwan now let's go to other story abu sufyan ibn al harith Abu Sufyan ibn al-Harith used to satirize and abuse Prophet Muhammad and support Quraysh, the people of Makkah, as well as its allies. He could hardly be absent from any army amassed by Quraysh against Prophet Muhammad. May peace be upon him. However, before the conquest of Makkah, Abu Sufyan ibn al-Harith decided to go to Prophet Muhammad to embrace Islam. So Abu Sufyan took his son Ja'far and went out to meet Prophet Muhammad. So they disguised themselves as veiled men and went to Prophet Muhammad and said, Peace be upon you, Messenger of God. Prophet Muhammad replied, Peace be upon him, Uncover your faces so that you will be identified. Thereupon they uncovered their faces and said, We bear witness that there is no deity but God. and you are the messenger of god since abu sufyan had once said in a poetic verse that he drove prophet muhammad out prophet muhammad wondered when did you drive me out abu sufyan abu sufyan replied no blame messenger of god then prophet muhammad said no blame abu sufyan no blame abu sufyan as prophet muhammad had outlawed abu sufyan as prophet muhammad had outlawed abu sufyan he commanded ali ibn abi talib to call out to muslims god and his messenger are now pleased with abu sufyan ibn al-harith so be pleased with him amr ibn al-as another story Amr ibn al-As was one of the deadliest enemies of Islam. Following Muslims' migration to Abyssinia, he headed a delegation from Quraysh and tried to force the Muslim migrants to return to Mecca, but he could not. At Uhud battle, under Khalid bin Walid's command, Amr ibn al-As inflicted severe losses and heavy casualties on Prophet Muhammad and Muslims. He hated Prophet Muhammad so much and wished to kill him. 
let's read the following report about Amr ibn al-As. Ibn Shimasa al-Mahdi reported that he attended the last moments of Amr ibn al-As life. He related that while dying, Amr cried for a long time and turned his face towards the wall. His son wondered, what makes you cry, dad? Did Prophet Muhammad not bring you glad tidings about such and such that you will be in paradise? Then Amr turned his face towards his son and said, Indeed, indeed, the best thing after the testimony, after saying the testimony, that there is no deity but God, and that Muhammad is the messenger of God, is that I went into three states. Nobody hated the messenger of God more than me, and nothing was beloved by me more than a chance to kill him. Had I died being in such a state, had I died being in such a state, I would have been one of the inmates and the dwellers of hellfire. When God caused Islam to enter my heart, I went to Prophet Muhammad and said, Spread out your right hand so that I will pledge allegiance to you. Then he spread out his right hand, the Prophet. Then I took my hand back. Then Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, wondered, What is wrong with you, Amr? I replied, I wanted to lay down a condition. He asked, what do you want to condition? What do you want to say as a condition? Um, I said that I am forgiven. Then a prophet Muhammad said, do you not know that Islam tears down what preceded it? That migration tears down what preceded it? And that pilgrimage tears down what preceded it nobody then was more beloved nobody then at that time was more beloved by me and loftier and noble nobler in my sight than prophet muhammad i could not help looking at him closely i could not help looking at him closely out of esteem and respect for him had I been asked to describe him, I would not have been able to do, simply because I could not look at him carefully. Had I died in such a state, I would have wished to be one of the inhabitants of paradise. This is found, the story in Ahkam al-Quran, references in the Sirah al-Nabawiyah by Ibn Ishaq. Ahkam al-Qur'an by Ibn al-Arabi. Alhamdulillah. Now we can go to part three later on to talk about the same topic. Alhamdulillah. Praise be to Allah.